Yo, 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 what's good, y'all? What's popping with the people? Panther Nation, what's good? What's good with y'all, man? We back, we back, we back. Dave, what's good with you, broski? What's up, man? I'm, I've packed my bags already. I am flying on Wednesday. Nice. Nice. That's good I stuff. Left, I haven't left this region since... The pandemic since December of 2019. So I'm looking forward to this upcoming week. Got my little, got my high school class reunion popping. You know what I'm saying? Go see my parents. So it should be a good weekend. Should be a good week. Yeah, man. That's what's up. That's what's up. So uh, your boy uh, was in the NO uh, this past weekend. I was in New Orleans chilling, looking for James Winston and his patented workouts. I see he dropped one of them. One of them workout videos. I just look. I just missed it. Fam, uh, <laughs> are you recently or the one that he was on? No, the one we was with the dog in the backyard. Oh no, nah, I, ain't, I ain't see that. You one. ain't see I that saw one. The one where he was out in the gym lifting up his joints. Yo, the faces. My dude looks like a, a struggling Elmo with these faces, bro. Yo, I was looking for. I was looking for your boy, and I couldn't find him. I was in New Orleans, uh, chilling. <laughs> Uh, with yo, and shout out to the you know, I bought I bought this joint uh in New Orleans. I was rocking it. Uh, I was I was chilling. Nobody really said anything. It's like they, I saw like uh maybe two or three Saints shirts. I think they all in the realization that I it may not be the same once uh you know because Drew Brees is now gone. I saw a big thank you Brees, thank you Drew sign. Uh, so they they I think they're coming to the realization that uh things may not be. Uh, what it is, uh, what it once was uh, in in the N.O. Well, we're about to find out if, if Sean Payton's a coach or not real soon, man. We're about to find out here if he can coach, coach. Yeah. Yeah. I saw about three. I saw about three or four Saints shirts, man. Then I got, you know, I had this joint on. I saw like two other Panther Panther fans there. Uh, one dude had this joint on, too. Another cat had on the Panther shirt. Uh, so, you know, we chopped it up a little bit. You know, I had to say what's up to the people. Uh, but yeah, man, shout out to uh, New Orleans. It's dope, good time. Uh, New Orleans is always fun. Dave, you you've been in New Orleans, right? You never been to New Orleans? Oh, oh yeah, oh yeah. Okay, I went to yeah, WrestleMania yeah. in New Orleans, man. That's right, that's right, that's right. Yeah, New Orleans is lit, man. That, ever- yo, yo, that was that was wild. Yeah, there's things that I can that I'll say like uh, they they call Pat Patterson karaoke singing. Downtown New Orleans had my my man. Hornswoggle out here, hopping in random places. It was crazy. New Orleans is wild, yo. Yeah, New Orleans is a crazy. It's a crazy place, man. It's like Vegas, uh, Vegas light. Little little step below Vegas, but it's it's lit. You never been? You should go. Had to get a couple of hand grenades. Uh, if you know what the hand grenade. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, the hand grenades is crazy. I don't know if my body can handle them anymore. Hell nah. My my body couldn't ha- can't handle it as A1 as it is. I can't. <laughs> Yo, them hand grenades ain't no joke, oh, bro. Oh, man. The hand grenades is lit. I used to throw them joints 
down in New Orleans, you know, man. Hand grenades are straight up lit, man. Shout out to Elise and uh, I forgot the other dude name. Uh, but yeah, they were they were holding us down at the Tropical Isle. Uh, you know, the Tropical Isle is the place that sells the hand grenades. Hand grenades, yep. There are about three or four of them on Bourbon Street. But they she was lacing it up, man. She was giving us free shots. Uh, so it was lit, man. Shout out to Elise, man. She she cool people, cool peoples, man. Uh, We're going down yeah. there in December. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's lit, man. It's lit. It, the only only downside was that uh, it it rained a whole lot, bro. It, it rained Aww. a lot in the sun. Well, it didn't rain a lot, but when it did rain, it like Hurricane Katrina out there. And I, that's probably a bad joke, but it did rain a lot. Uh, it, it rained a whole ton out there, bro. It was it would downpour and then it would stop. Then it'd be like everything would dry up, like it never rained. It's crazy. They said it does that in the summertime. So maybe when you go, it's not as bad. I've been not, I've been in January and it was nowhere near as bad. But it it will rain a lot, bro. It will rain a lot down there, um, and it just go away. It rained for like ten minutes, but it'll be torrential downpours. Um, but yeah, man, it knew it was it was fun. It was I had a good time, man. I always, I've been this is my third time there, and it's always fun. It's always fun. All right, so um, let's go ahead and jump into this content. Let's go ahead and get it get it in, Dave. All right, All right. so this is this is me in front of the Superdome. I was in front of the Superdome throwing down the thumbs down. Uh, was there was nobody out there, but the, yo, they have a nice little. You've been over there, right? They got a nice little oh, yeah. um, like terrace out there with the stage. It's yo, it's a nice, it's it's nice, yo, it, it's really nice. Superdome is nice. It's a nice little area over there. Um, but yeah, shout out to uh, shout out to the Saints throwing down the thumbs down. I had to I had to go over there, man. Had to go over there. Um. I don't know why you out yeah. here wasting your wasting your the parking areas and risking all that to, to be in that 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 place. I just went over there, man. I I, it, I was going was going to a vegan spot and uh, we like we I almost didn't go. I almost didn't go to WrestleMania 30 when they told me that's where it was going to be. I was like, Ugh, yuck. No, nah, no. Nah, all jokes aside, though, it is a nice stadium. All jokes aside, yeah, it's, it's nice. nice it's nice. It's yeah, nice. It's a nice stadium. It is nice. It's nice. All right, we'll move on. We'll move on. All right, check us out. News break. Make sure you download that news break app if you haven't already done so. Uh, got a lot of content going up there, so please uh, download the news break app. Use the link in the description box, and you can also follow us on all socials at Panther Nation PC on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. All right, and shout out to our, our social media manager holding it down. Dropped a nice little Terrace Marshall uh, remit or video today, so that was that was super lit. Uh, so shout out, shout out to him. Uh, moving on, moving on. Patreon, man, you might want to get up on the Patreon because it's about to get lit. Uh, we have a nice—I didn't get a chance to put a slide together, but we do have an interview coming up with Stanley McGlover tomorrow. Hopefully, it doesn't get um, canceled or rescheduled. But as of right now, we are interviewing Brian Burns' brother, Stanley McGlover, tomorrow, uh, and that will be dropped as soon as we're done on Patreon. So, shout out to all our patrons out there. Uh, and not only that, uh, you guys will have a, some exclusive footage that I'm putting together at training camp. I will be live streaming training camp, but I'll also be doing some uh, some player spotlights where I will record uh, individual workouts and things like that of specific players each day I'm out there. So I'll follow around one player because, like I said, again, we, uh, we haven't gotten a chance to see a Deontay Brown. We haven't gotten a chance to see – uh, a David Moore. We haven't gotten a chance to see those guys up close and personal in workouts. I've as as much as the highlights, as many highlights as I pull together, 
I rarely see any film of those guys. Terrence Marshall, haven't seen him. So I will be doing uh, some exclusive for Patreon where I will follow those guys around uh, the whole time and and take some video of them and put together a quick little mixtape of just those guys working out so we can see uh, some highlights from them. So it'll be super dope. Be super dope. So make sure you are um, uh, you are a Patreon member. So shout out to all the, all the free agents, all the franchise guys. I won't read them out because it's a lot and we got a lot to cover. And shout out to the MVPs. Y'all are y'all the real MVPs. Appreciate appreciate y'all support. Um, and yeah, it's gonna be super lit. Uh, July and uh, August. Again, remember the MVP giveaway. You have to be an MVP to be included in the MVP giveaway. And that will be a ticket to uh, the New York Jets game, Blood and Guts for Sam Darnold. So you have the opportunity to win uh, a ticket. So be sure to either upgrade your membership if you haven't done so or uh, you know become a MVP-level patron so you can get that opportunity, all right? So it's going to be super lit, super lit, all right? Um, again, this is training camp. I'm going to go ahead and add the 31st. This is the days I will appear at training camp. So the first four days, uh, I do plan to be there. Uh, live in person. So I'll be streaming. I'm going to live stream it. And I'm also going to, again, do the player spotlight videos every day that I'm out there. So I'll give the opportunity for y'all, the Patreon members to vote who y'all want me to spotlight on. And I'll follow those guys around the whole time. Uh, And uh, yeah, so make sure y'all just pay attention. This may fluctuate. Like I said, I do plan to be there on Saturday night. Uh, So make sure y'all go ahead and, um, and make that happen. All right. We Shout gotta to do PNP confidential. Are we gonna do it this Saturday? We're gonna do it next. Yeah, next week? it'll probably be next week because I want to make sure I gotta figure out how I'm gonna do how much time it's gonna take for me to do these videos. But it's probably gonna be it's probably gonna be Sunday, not this Sunday, but next Sunday. Uh, that's the first. So I guess they're gonna get two in August. It, it, it may be it may be two in August. Or I may just shift it to the first. Yeah, but we'll see. We'll yeah. see what happens. Yeah. Uh, shout Let out to Andre Stubbs. Appreciate the uh, super chat here. Uh, yo, that's funny. That's funny. <laughs> um, all right. So, um, moving on, moving on here. So fan fest again, the fan fest tickets do go on sale tomorrow. I will be copying uh, a nice group of those, um, for my, my, uh, my patron members. Uh, so again, a lot of y'all have already told me if you had told me you want to rock with me at, um, at FanFest, you will be considered. Your ticket will be purchased. Uh, and, you know, I got y'all. So if you already reached out to me, you already told me, you're good to go. Uh, plan to get up like a group of 12 tickets. And then we're just going to rock out. We'll probably have a, a nice little meet and greet beforehand, get some drinks, chill out, relax. And then we'll go to the game, or excuse me, we'll go to the practice together at the stadium and rock out, man. So we're going we're gonna to be together. It's going to be lit. And we're going to have fun, all right? So good stuff. I got you. Um... I got you for uh, the ticket. So they go on sale tomorrow at 10 o'clock. So be ready. Be ready for those. All right. All right, Dave. We got to get into it. Ted again, the Panther great. The Panther great. Ted again has decided to uh, hang him up. Um, And so we got to talk about it. We got to talk about it. Ted again, Dave. What are your thoughts on uh, on Ted again? Retire. Announce his retirement. Well, for somebody that was considered a, a bust, he had a 14-year career. 
Mm-hmm. You know, and I'm on the I'm on the, I'm in the field of of uh, Kwame Brown when it comes to like if you have a long career in a league, you can't be considered a bust, man. Like busts are like cats who don't have like a long career period. Like they're like gone in two three seasons. You know what I'm saying? Um, from that standpoint, and truth be told, um, I know a lot of folks at the time I believe wanted the Dolphins to take Brady Quinn with that pick and. Would have saw how great that would have worked out, huh? Yeah, yeah. But yeah, yeah I think so. you know. I think I'm, I'm with Dave though. I think he had a, a very solid career. When you, whenever you play in the league, and he's productive too. I mean, he hadn't had didn't have a, any thousand yard receiving uh, years, but um, you know, still he was solid. He was close a couple times. I think it's his highest. Um, Don't say anything because I got I got some oh, trivia bad. for the track. Okay, my bad, my bad. For the track. Okay, all right. So I'll, I'll stay like, away from let's... I'll stay away from those. But again, I, I thought again there was ups and downs. Uh, even Woods talked specifically to the Panthers because we are a Panthers channel. Uh, but you know he has some egregious drops, but he also has some some. He had a nice moment. Everybody talks about that uh, that that New England game where he won the game winner there. Uh, but again, like I said, it's a flip of a coin. Dude also had a horrendous drop against the Colts uh, where he could have sealed the game in overtime and he dropped. We ended up winning anyway, but he could have sealed it a little bit earlier than that. Um, but Ted Ginn, man, Ted Ginn, you know, I think he had a very solid career, man. I, and truth be told, I think when he came to the Panthers, yo, he was exactly what we needed. Like we needed a, a dude that was athletic, could stretch the field, kick, return kicks. And remember, he had two stints with the Panthers. He had the one-year deal, then he left to go to Arizona, then he came back uh, for another two more years. Hey, man, so he's, he was solid. He Ted Ginn was a solid, solid receiver, man. And a lot of people wish they could have the career that Ted Ginn had, to be truthful. All right, so let's have some fun. Chat. Tekken Jr. is 12th all-time in receiving yards in Panthers history. Without naming the obvious three, Steve Smith, Hushin Muhammad, Greg Olson, who were other wide receivers? Who were other receivers that were ahead of him? Hmm. In, pat, in receiving yards. Put it in the chat. I'll call them out if you can name them. I'm not going to let you guys get away with Steve Smith, Michelle Muhammad, and Greg Olson because I know you guys, those are the first three. That's too easy. Give me some other ones. I already said you can't say Muhammad. Sean, Mark Carrier is correct. Brandon LaFell is correct. Wesley Walls is correct. Ricky Pro did not have, have more. Kelvin Benjamin did, though. Devin Funches did. Devin Funches, DJ Moore's fifth all time. I was gonna say DJ, DJ's up there quick and getting up there quick, quick. Yeah, he's gonna he's gonna pass Wesley Walls this upcoming season. All he needs is eight hundred yards to pass Wesley Walls. A little less than eight hundred yards to pass Wesley Walls. Curtis Samuel barely, but Curtis Samuel had does have more. It's like about forty yards. Who we missed? No, Pat, Patrick Jeffers ain't there. Donald Hayes, Donald Hayes is right below him. Donald Hayes is thirteenth. He'll never nah. Um, DJ Moore catching Steve. I Ooh, think he, he might. He got I, a shot. He's, he's young though. He's, he's DJ's still young. If but he, stays, if he stays as a Panther, does he stay healthy too? I mean, if you stay healthy, he and he's been healthy. Uh, he doesn't miss many games. I think he could catch him eventually. 
All right. So the, some of the guys you didn't admit. I'm shocked, man. Christmas Caffrey's number six. Oof. Wow. That's <laughs> yeah, you didn't think about that. Nobody mentioned McCaffrey, but y'all hit everybody else. So it was Steve Smith, Mushim Muhammad, Greg Olson, Wesley Walls, DJ Moore, Christian McCaffrey, Mark Carrier, Kelvin Benjamin's eighth, Bren LaFell's ninth, Devin Funches' tenth, Curtis Samuel eleventh, Ked Yin Jr. is twelfth. Wow. So he was twelfth all time in yards. Or receptions, receptions, he's sixteenth. Yeah, he's sixteenth in receptions. Yeah, some of these guys, y'all ain't gonna. Yeah, some of these guys are the who's who. It's pretty much the same set, but there's a couple others ahead of them. All right, what's what's your next question, Dave? All right, so which team did did Tekken Junior have his his career year in? Which team did he have his career year in? Yep, I know that. Wow, ain't, no, ain't nobody gonna say it. You want me to answer? Not yet. I'm gonna see. No. I want to see other folks to answer first. It's only a couple of choices. I mean, you, you played for you played for five teams, right? Yeah, sixteen. Oh wait. Man, y'all are wrong. Oh. The answer is New Orleans. He had more receiving yards in New Orleans in his career. He had more TDs with the Panthers, though, the year before that. But in 2016, wait. he had his career high in yards. Wait, you sure about that, day? I'm positive. 2016 was with Carolina. No, 2017, excuse me. 20, 2017, he had his career high in yards. I see, was, I see Miami at 790, Dave, 2008. You're right. I can't read. You're right. It is the Dolphins. Yeah, it was the Dolphins. It was the Dolphins. Yeah, it was it was the Dolphins. Most yards. Yeah. However, I don't know if – well, are he, you done with your question? I was going to say I got a couple more stats. But, yeah, it was, yeah. My, it was Miami. Seven, nine, seven, it was nine, Miami. It was Miami. And he had 10, TD, 10 TDs. It was his career high with Carolina in 2015 in the Super correct. Bowl year. That's correct. Yeah, that's kind of wild. Like Miami, he wasn't that bad in Miami. I just think he didn't he didn't go he didn't perform like the pick because he was my question. Overall. My question was who what who was his quarterback in Miami? I've been laughing. Yeah. It might have been Fitz, was it Fitzpatrick? Let me see. I can I can tell you real quick. I don't remember when he had his career high. Uh, let's see. <laughs> Oh man, they had some terrible quarterbacks, bro. Man, oh, they were awful. When he had his happen. career, when he had his career year, let me it was see. Chad it, Pennington. Chad Pennington. Yeah, but the year before that, bro, his rookie year, they were all the, his quarterbacks were awful. Yeah, he had Pennington. His career year, he had Pennington. Career year, he had Pennington, but year before that, he had uh, Cleo Lemon and. Oh. And Trent and Trent Green and Trent Green was well, his quarterback. Trent Green ain't, ain't bad, but bro, Trent he only Trent only played five games. Cleo played yeah. uh played nine of them. So come oh. on, man. And John Beck. Ugh. Yeah, and then in the year 
Yeah, and then the other the year after that, he had Chad Henney as his quarterback. And Pennington, after, right? After after Pennington, yes, after Pennington. Yeah. So. So hey, look, you got you got to take that into account too when you're talking about you know careers and who who is hell his his damn quarterbacks was ass, bro. We well, yeah, had Kaepernick and San Fran. Yeah, I'm I'm talking about the, the you know you talk about being a bust like look who he was playing with. Yeah, he had he did he had Kaepernick and San Fran. He had um who was the quarterback in Arizona? Oh, that was Kurt Warner, right? Warner was still the quarterback in Arizona at the time in 2014. Remember? No, yeah, no, nah, he was on the back no. end though. Let me see. I will tell you in a second. No, Kurt wasn't there. Carson Palmer yeah. was there. Yeah, it was Carson Palmer. I should have known that. Actually, in Drew, fantasy Drew, game off it. Of, off of a Drew, damn knee. Drew Stanton played more games that year, though. Well, nah, he so. couldn't have played a 15 year, man. He was kind of done at that point. Yeah, I, I forgot. Duh, I forgot he even played with Chicago. So. He played with Chicago. Yeah, yeah so, so 16. He, he played Carolina, Miami, New Orleans, San Francisco. He was, 30, Arizona, he was 30, 35, well, thir- turning 36. So he was getting up there, man. He was getting up there. Uh, and it, man, I, I remember when the dude said, uh, you know, he could he could beat he could have beat Usain Bolt had he not been um, had he not been in NFL. He said oh, he, he was fast. In, he said he would have been in Olympics if he hadn't hadn't uh, played football. So it's interesting, interesting stuff, man. Do you, you got any, you got any more questions? You got any more questions for the people, Dave? About um, uh, before I let off my uh, my little stats. Nah, you got it. All right, so. Real quick, you know, we talked about, you know, how that was his career year in Miami, all that good stuff. He was most productive by far in Carolina. Carolina. By yeah. far. It's not even over by over 600 yards. Like, yeah. that's how productive he was in Carolina. I mean, so he played more games. He played one more game in Miami than he did in Carolina in the, in the three seasons. So he, start, he played more games in Miami. Uh in Carolina, he played one less game, but he was way more productive. And obviously, Cam Newton helped with that. Uh, you're playing with an MVP-level quarterback. That's what happens. Uh, with New Orleans, he, he started strong that first year, and then he vastly declined. I don't know if he was injured or or what, but uh, that – or I don't know. Drew Brees may have gotten hurt. Um, well, he didn't start as many games. Yeah, he so was – He lost yeah. his starting job. He only he started 10 games um, his first season in New Orleans, and right. the second season only started three. Well, really, it ain't really about start. It's about played, really. Because only you know, played five. Yeah, so only he was played hurt. five games. Yeah. So I don't know if he was hurt or what, but it, his production dropped. It was never, never the same after that injury. Um, but his first year, man, he was he was killing. So, uh, but man, shout out to Ted again, bro, because he, like I said earlier, he was exactly what we needed uh, here at the, with the Panthers. We needed the guy that was going to stretch the field, and he was really the last special teams guy that that could return kicks and all that. It's the last dude. So, um, well, when you consider a few things, right? Like they were fine walking away from Ted Ginn because they didn't want to pay him in 2014 right. because they were drafting Kelvin or right. a wide receiver, and then they brought him back in 2015, and then Kelvin got hurt, and he ended up becoming our one. Yep. Yeah, man. But so, again, oh, solid career. I, I would love to interview Ted Ginn Jr. Yeah, man, we'll we'll reach out. We'll reach out, see if we can get a hold of him. Funny thing is, I think he he uh owns the the, uh, the arena football team with um Thomas Davis here in Charlotte. So uh, I I may try to reach out, see if we can get him, man. Uh, but yeah, we love to interview him, man. Dude was dude was solid. Again, like I said, he had some some drops, but you know that comes with the territory. It is what it is. But dude was dude had a solid career, bro. Solid career. I'm looking at I'm looking at his catch radiuses, his catch percentages. 
And I will say, I mean, if you want to talk about his drops, he was in the 50s primarily for Carolina. I mean, his best year by far from a cash percentage perspective was with New Orleans in 2017. And what was it? It was 75% of the of the that's, balls that went to him. That's solid. Just keep in mind, just put that in perspective. You know, Curtis Samuel was in like 85 this this past yeah. season. So Kurt, just, just put a person. I'm not comparing the two. I'm just saying no. put that in perspective. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. Nah, um, absolutely. But yeah, it's it's uh yes, yeah, I mean 70 75 is solid. That's about where but normally he's he, in the, he's in the 40 to, normally he's more normally in the 50s to 40 range. Yeah, 50s is tough. 40s is tough. And it it, it depends on catchable balls, all that too. Just you got to dig into the stats a little bit. Which I haven't done, so I can't really, I can't really say, uh, you know, whether that's good or bad. But shout out to Ted again, man. They, we got, we got to move on because we got a ton of stuff to talk about. But yeah, man. Now he had, a, he had a decent career. I mean, some people, some people, you can't knock him. He had a pretty damn good career. For you, you stay in the league for fourteen years, you're doing something right, man. That's a fact. That's a fact. That is a fact. That's you know, you got to give him props for that. Uh, and listen, man. Like I said, Ted again did some good things here in Carolina. Uh, had a you know, most productive here in his 14-year career, three seasons. Uh, he was most productive here in Carolina, and that's part due in part to uh, the quarterback he was playing with. So shout-out to Cam Newton, shout-out to Ted Ginn, man. And we, we'll try to reach out to him. We'll see if we can get a hold of him um, because, again, we got to get somebody off that 2015 team to uh, to defend themselves against uh, 2003 because 2003 be talking that shit. Um, so – Shout out to uh, shout out to 2003. All right, let's move. Let's move on. Let's move on. All right, so the NFL Network will be carrying. This is just a quick, quick little tidbit. NFL Network dropped their schedule. We will have one uh, game hosted by NFL Network. That's going to be the Colts on Week One. It's going to be uh, at one o'clock on Sunday, August fifteenth. So obviously, uh, if you're out of the out of the uh, Carolinas, you'll be able to watch it on NFL Network. If you are in the Carolinas, it's going to black out and obviously be hosted uh, local. So you'll check your local uh, TV networks and we'll live stream it too. Um, so should be fun. Should be fun. Uh, well, I'll, I'll be available to live stream it. I hope I got to check my calendar, but I think I'll be available to live stream if possible. And uh, I'm hoping and- I'm hoping they, they show if they're going to live, they're going to show a lot. I'm hoping it's the Steve Smith. Steve Smith's commentating. I'm mm, kind of looking forward to that. Be. I'm not sure. I'm not sure who the commentary he's a, team is. No, nah, he's supposed to be commentating the game, the preseason game. So hopefully they'll okay. typically they do one half each, like one half of the home game, home team, one half of the away team. So that would be interesting, man, because I know Steve Smith was probably a damn riot on commentary, bro. Yes, and speaking of Steve, he's going to be having DJ Moore on his podcast, and it's supposed to release tomorrow. Uh, so that should be a very, very interesting conversation uh, that I may have to post a video on. Uh, or I may li- I may listen to it live and just react to it. Um, I don't know. I don't know. We'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. But shout out to Steve Smith and his uh, cut. I think it's cut to it podcast. I believe. Um, yep, cut to yeah. it. Shout out to. Uh, I haven't Steve listened Smith. to one to be honest with you. I have. I'm pretty either. sure it has to be. It has to be entertaining as hell because this Steve Smith. I yeah, I haven't listened to it, but I, I've seen some of the guests he's had. Uh, we'll see. But yes, I, I'm, I'm going to listen to that when I tell you that because it should be good. Should be good. Yeah, I got, right. I got out my podcast game, man. Yeah. I only listen like two or three things. Yeah, same. Same here. All right, Dave, you want to hit us with a little Manscaped? I guess so. You know, since they're, they've sponsored us for so, so, so long. 
Yes, they have. Great, great partners, man. We love Manscaped. Make sure y'all go over to manscaped.com. Uh, use all the code right, and all that. Absolutely. The Olympics, Euros, baseball, major championships, and concerts are all in the same summer. You know what? Is it a wild and hairy bush? Tame your pubes with help from our friends at Manscaped, the leaders in below the waist grooming. Their fourth generation performance package includes the brand new Lawnmower 4.0. If an athlete treats their body like royalty, why not treat your pubes like Olympic gold? Fellas, do right by your balls and join the two million men worldwide who trust Manscaped by going to manscaped.com with the code PNP. The world is ready to open, and the performance package 4.0 from Manscaped is here to help you get ready. Inside, you'll find the Lawnmower 4.0 trimmer. Weed Whacker Ear and Nose Hair Trimmer, Crop Preserver, Ball Deodorant, Crop Reviver Toner, plus two free gifts, Performance Boxer Briefs, and the Shed Travel Bag. Talk about a world-class dismount into a post-quarantine world. This package is the perfect package for your package and peak performance in whatever sport you desire. The brand new Lawnmower 4.0 is here to take the podium. This fourth-generation trimmer features a cutting-edge ceramic blade to reduce grooming accidents thanks to their advanced skin-safe technology. The Lawnmower 4.0 has a 7,000 RPM motor. A new multifunction on-off switch can engage a travel lock and gives you the ability to turn on the 4,000K LED spotlight on and off when needed for a more precise shave. Did I mention this trimmer is waterproof too? Michael Phelps is drooling just thinking about the possibilities. This package also comes with the Weed Whacker to chop your worst weeds up top in both your nose and ear. This tool is a lot to take home gold in a biathlon. The Weed Whacker is also waterproof and uses a 9,000 RPM motor power 360 rotary dual blade system. This nose and ear hair trimmer provides proprietary skin safe technology will help prevent nicks, snags, and tugs in those delicate holes. After trimming your pubes, show them your sportsmanship with Manscaped's liquid formulations. The Crop Preserver Ball Deodorant and Crop Reviver Ball Toner are the key to feeling victorious this year. Manscaped also threw in two free gifts in their performance package 4.0, the Manscaped Boxers, and the Shed Travel Bag. Get 20% off of free shipping using the code PNP at Manscaped.com. That's 20% off free shipping using the code at Manscaped, PNP at Manscaped.com. Achieve pubic glory this year with Manscaped. And always remember, your balls will thank you. Yes, shout out to Dave. Shout out to Manscaped. Uh, make sure y'all go over to keep supporting the channel. Keep supporting Manscaped. Use that code PNP. Get 20% off. All right. We appreciate all that support. All right, Dave. Let's get into it. The news of the last week. Month. 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 The century, maybe. Well, no, we ain't going that far. We still ain't got enough <laughs> tackle. It's, it's true. Taylor Moten, finally, they right up against the deadline, finally gets paid. Uh, and listen, we're going to break down the contract. We're going to take a look at it, uh, see the yearly breakdown. But, you know, the we were a little impatient, okay? We, you know, as negotiations take time. And I, I tweeted this out. Negotiations take time. And we, I know I, I myself, you know, am guilty for a lack of patience here. Uh, this I'm assuming this has been in the works for a minute, and I think it. I really, honestly, do like this deal for both sides. Uh, I think it's a solid, solid, solid deal. I think both sides can walk away uh, happy, and uh, I'm I'm happy with this deal, man. We finally paid the right person instead of just paying anybody, and we're gonna talk about paying the wrong people in a minute because I got the top five worst contracts 
on the roster moving forward. Uh, so y'all, y'all stay tuned because we're going to get to that because we got to take a look at where we stand from a salary cap standpoint. And we're going to take a look at all that. So stay tuned. We got a lot. We're going to give it to y'all, the straight up raw pause. Okay. But listen, just going, going back to Taylor Moten, uh, he signed a four year extension. All right. A lot of people were confused because they said it was a five year deal, but it's a four year extension, which included the franchise tag year. Okay. So it's $72 million contract average of 18 million per season. Uh, and now he's uh, under contract through 2025 which is super dope. And we're going to talk about the future of the offensive line too and how that's starting to take shape. Maybe we can get a little bit of continuity here. Uh, so stay tuned for that. Uh, but now Telemon is the sixth highest uh, tap paid tackle on a yearly uh, salary basis, right behind Trent Williams for the 49ers, Dave Bakhtiari for the Packers, Laramie Tunsil uh, for the Dolphins, Ryan Stalin for the Ravens. All four of those guys are left tackles. Then you have Ryan Ramchick, who just got paid, uh, who plays for the Saints, obviously, and Taylor Moten for the Panthers, who are both right tackles. Then right under those guys, you got Lane Johnson. Okay, so this was a great deal. You didn't pay. You didn't – because you never want to be the team that sets the market. We did that with Christian McCaffrey. You never want to be the team that sets the market. You you don't. You always want to come right in under it, and that's what we did. Uh, And Ryan Ramchick got paid 19.2. Taylor Moten right right there at 18. I think it's a very, very good deal. I love it, love it, love it. Dave, what are your thoughts? I'm happy we did it. He absolutely deserved every dime he got. And just to be clear, guys, the franchise tag still counts. So the four-year deal is 2022 through 2025. So that's four years. So it's five five years with the franchise. It's five years with the franchise tag. Yeah, so this is great. I love the I love the terms. Um, he got his bag. I'm happy that he got his bag. Still don't have a left tackle, and that puts it in perspective too about what it's going to take. If you want a a high elite level left tackle to get one in free agency, you're going to have to pay more than what you just paid Taylor Moten. This dude is the yep. second paid highest paid right tackle in the league right now, the sixth high paid tackle overall. So, and I, I think you know I think it's a good deal. Because, uh, like I said, if you do it right, he's going to be. And I will talk about this a little bit. And I'll show you visually how this works. But he's going to be the only guy you're going to be paying big money on uh, the offensive line. If you do it right, and everybody else hits, he'll be the only guy you're paying. So it really won't matter how much you're paying him per year. Which is why I always said, get the deal done. And I'm going to give away that jersey. I don't know if I'm going to do it today. I would like to get it signed uh, if at all possible. So I'm going to go to training camp first. See if I can get that Taylor Moten jersey signed. If I can get it signed, I'll give it away. So I haven't forgot. I will. If I can't get it signed, I'll give it away as is. But I'm going to at least try to get it signed. I know they said no autographs, but I'm still going to try. All right. So uh, just stay tuned. Uh, I'm going to give away that jersey, like I said, in, in the sign and walk video. So stay tuned for that. All right. So, but yeah, man, let's, so let's take a look at the deal. Let's, let's look at the yearly breakdown. So this was it prior. This is prior to the extension. Again, um, he was making 13. 0.7 on the franchise tag. Uh, so that was really, again, really good, you know, that we got off of that because then we dropped that that cap hit down to $4 million. So we saved just under $10 million uh, by by um, doing that extension. And I, this is what I, 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 people need to understand. People need to understand that extensions, especially when you're talking about guys 
playing on a fifth-year option or franchise tag. Extensions help your cap. It always, especially in that season that they're under the tag, you drop your cap hit down. We talked about this whole thing. If you want the salary cap breakdown, go back and search in our videos where we show you how the salary cap works and how, how extensions work and all that good stuff. But we dropped this base salary down to $1 million, and then we prorated that, that $18 million over uh over the um uh over the uh the five seasons. Okay. So that's how that's how it works. And then you got roster bonuses, a couple other things. But this is a great deal. This is great. You look at how it goes moving forward in 2022. His cap hit is gonna be 19 million, 2023, 20 million, 2024, 20 million, 2025, 20 million. Okay, so that's how it works. This is a good this is good for us. Again, this is good for us, and I'll show you how it works uh, moving forward uh, when it comes to um, the rest of our offensive line. So, Dave, any, any thoughts on this? These, these numbers? Look, man, I it it's very cap friendly the entire way. And then we can we if we really wanted to cut them, we could cut them in twenty twenty four at the earliest, really. So I'm cool with it, man. This is great. Like they did this every this. This showed me that we actually have a general manager. Like things like this showed me that we have a GM because in the past we would just let him play on his tag and not try to sign the guy and he ends up walking. Right. And I will say I was nervous until the until I saw the report that he that he signed. So because I gave my rant last week and I stood by what I said. If we didn't get this deal done, they were gonna let him go next week. They were gonna he wasn't gonna make it after this season. A Panther. I don't want to cut one. I'm just saying if he underperforms after 2023. We could cut him, and that's the we thing. See, that's, that's the thing. That's the thing about Moen. Like he's never underperformed, right? He's always that's, and this is what I love because he's he's never he's not a one year wonder. Like a lot of guys, they come in that contract year, they ball out. I.e. Josh Norman. Josh Norman just saying he he came in, he had one elite year, and then he wanted to get paid. And I respect that, but I I pump the brakes on those type of guys. This dude here has been balling like ever since he's gotten that right tackle position he's played well okay he's it's, the consistency is what counts and when you get guys like this that are consistent they don't miss games he doesn't get hurt knock on wood he doesn't get hurt you gotta pay him like this is a no like this is no a no-brainer obviously you had to get the numbers right you don't want to overpay you don't want to uh you kind of got to find that balance so i get it negotiations take time but you definitely need to get have guys like him on the roster because it just makes sense. He's consistent, bro. Super consistent. So you you need you need that. You need that. And like, like Slim is saying, Slim is saying that he'll play tackles play for a while. He'll be due for another contract. Thirty two. He'll still be playing well. Th- tackles can play into their mid to late thirties. Mm-hmm. So he he might get he, he might, might get, get another paid deal again. Exactly. He might. He'll get paid again. So again, especially the market good, resets. Yep. It's a good deal for both sides. Good deal for both sides. So I, I love this deal. We need stability. Great segue. This is a great segue into my next topic here. This is the future of the offensive line. Okay. This is this is how it should look. If the best, this is the best case scenario of our offensive line in the future. As you can see, Taylor Moulton starting at right tackle. He's 27 years old right now. He's under contract through 2025. So don't we don't have to worry about him for a long time. If all pans out the way it should, you got David Moore at your center, and take a look at his contract. He's under contract through 2023, 
as an unrestricted. You ain't paying uh, attention to that, bro. It, exactly. Exactly. That's People my ain't point. Paying that's attention that, this man. is important. He's under contract through 2023 as an undrafted free agent. That typically does not happen. They only do that for guys they like and have a uh, you know have a good inclination. This player is going to be really good. So they locked him in for a cheap, cheap deal un- all the way to 2023. That typically does not happen. It only happens for guys they like. So I'm telling you, David Moore is going to have a future somewhere on out on this offensive line. I'm hoping he's going, that it ends up what? being the center. And guess what, but, guys? He's going to make the team. He's yeah. going to make the team. He's, he's not the going team. to get cut. He ain't going to be sitting on no practice squad. He's going to make the team, guys. He's got to be yeah. terrible not to make the team. He's going he's gonna to make the team. And, again, under contract as an undrafted free agent through 2023. And not only that, we have his rights after that as a restricted free agent. So he's not going anywhere anytime soon. Okay, this is a point blank period. He's going to be under contract for a long time. Um, and if he if he gets the con- if he uh, is plays well, he grabs a hold of that starting position next year. I'm hoping that he becomes our starting center, and then you know 2022, 2023, he'll be solid, and we can start to build some continuity in, in this offensive line. It won't happen this year. Again, none of these guys will will, will grab a start. Maybe maybe Deontay Brown grabs a starting position this year. Maybe Brady Christensen grabs a starting position here this year. And maybe, you know, obviously, we know Taylor Moore is going to be the starting right tackle. But these other guys are maybe. And, again, this is best-case scenario. This is best-case scenario. So, Dave, David Moore, he balls out. You got him on the contract. Deontay Brown, Brady Christensen, both guards. Again, remember, remember Dave, second-round guard, third-round tackle? He can be a guard that we can – we can, a guy we can stick at guard – He's 25 years old. I, th- I thought that was pretty old. When I, once I saw that, I was like, man, he's old. And I know now I see why he fell because he's 25 years old as a rookie. Mm-hmm. That's pretty old. Uh, but he's under contract through 2024 on a rookie deal. Same with Deontay Brown, 23 years old, 2024, rookie deal. So this is great. This is great. This is how you build a young offensive line. This is how you build continuity. If these dudes can stick it, stick together. And and perform at a high level, our offensive line can be really good. Now the only question is, Dave, that left tackle, bro. Mm-hmm. We still we still need a left tackle, man. And listen, Pat Afflin, I know I'm not Pat Afflin, but uh, Cam Irving, I know he got a two year deal, but th- th- we've already seen it. He's he's not going to be the answer at left tackle. We've already he's gotten that opportunity. He didn't play. Somebody didn't do- somebody on Twitter posted that they were looking at all the Cam Irving plays and he basically said it's not good folks it's not good but we already know that yeah we already I, know I, that and Jared's right appreciate the super chat Jared this this is absolutely right man it, it, it took some effort it takes effort right and that's all I've been saying this whole time this that's my offensive line rant all it takes is effort and we put he Scott Fitter and Matt Rule they put in a really good effort getting you know Deontay obviously Deontay Brown fell to us David David Moore fell to us. I then I mean those are no brainers at that point, right? But you know you got to put effort towards fixing it, and we just need a left. If we can get a left tackle in the draft next year, maybe in the first two rounds, please. If you just do that, I'm not gonna say the first round because I don't know where we're gonna play. I'm I'm just I don't want to project too far out. But if we can just get a left tackle and stick him in there and have him under contract through 2025 as well, then you have your two tackles. Your two bookends under contract through 2025, 2020, yeah, 2025. 
and it would be great. That's how that's how you build a great offensive line. I'm hoping these guys pan out. This is how this is how it pans out. This is how it pans out. So we'll see. We'll see what happens. We'll see. How, <laughs> hey, hey, Jerry, it is a little bit of effort, right? It it, it is a little they bit. Could've they could have did something else. They could have did something else. So I I I agree. I agree with with, with your premise, but. Those guys fell to them, um, so it, those are no brainers. I, I, yeah, I agree they, with you. They they could have let somebody else grab David Moore in, in free agency. I still don't understand how. Well, I know why he didn't get drafted, but whatever. I don't care anymore. He's gonna ball. I think yeah. he's gonna be a starter for us after Paradise walks. Well, we'll talk about Matt Paris in a little bit, but uh, but yeah. So this is the future of the offensive line again. Like I said, we've got to make sure uh, we build this continuity. Keep we we got to find a left tackle. That's that at the end of the day, we got to find we got to find a left tackle. But Deontay Brown, David Moore, Brady Christensen, if they can st- stick together and uh, and play well this year when they when they get an opportunity, we know they're going to see some times at some point. We know we're going to see Deontay Brown in there. We're going to see um, Brady Christensen in there. I don't know Christian about David should, Moore. Christian should win a starting spot this year. Based on where he's drafted, he should have an opportunity to get a chance at starting, but we'll see. He should. Yeah. All right. Yeah, man. So again, we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. Uh, but I, I like it. I like it. It's starting to shape up. I just wanted to show this because this is best case scenario. If if, if things go the way they're supposed to go, I think this is what the front office envisions right here. In, in my this is my opinion. I think they envision these guys getting the starts. And uh, at some point during in the in, in the near future, so we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. Any any more thoughts on this day? Nah, man, I'm good to go. All right, moving on. Moving on. Oops, wrong way. All right, so this is where uh, what's what our cap looks like right now. So this is the salary cap outlook. Dave, do you remember when we did a video earlier this year? And uh, in 2022, we had about a hundred something million in cap space. Mm-hmm. That's yeah, gone. that's that's all gone, and I, I mean it's typically what happens, right? You extend guys, you use uh, fifth year options, all that stuff, uh, and all that money is is pretty much gone. And I think it went to some good places. We kicked a lot of money into twenty twenty two, but my question is, why do we have so much cash space right now? I think there were some mistakes. I think there was a few missteps here. And we'll talk about the, the worst contracts, the top five worst contracts. But I think there were some missteps here because when you go into a season, and I know we can carry this over, right? We can carry this. To, if we don't spend any more of this, we can carry this over into uh, 2022, and then we'll be up to like $50 million in, in cash space. Um, so that's dope. But what's the what's the deal with us having so much so much cash space? Because I think what we did was we, we, we extended or restructured a couple of guys to free up space. And it's looking like we don't need the space. Like I don't understand what's going on with the with the with the amount of space we have right now. I don't know. Do you have any 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 thoughts? Well, we signed all our rookies, unless they're going to try to extend somebody else. But extending somebody have- right now, extending somebody right now won't won't do much for this year. Even if like we try to extend somebody like a like a DJ Moore or somebody, Mm-mm, a DJ Moore is not we'll getting paid money that much. unless you yeah. front load it. Exactly, you have we'd have to front load it at that point, and maybe that's a good idea. It's the front. We again, you backload these contracts, and then you're kicking money into in the future years. Maybe you have the opportunity to front load one contract 
that could be a theory, but I, I just I just don't know. I don't know. Extending somebody right now just doesn't make. I mean, the only guy you would do if you want to front load a deal would be DJ. If you want maybe to be Dante, maybe Dante. Nah, if you making me pick, I'm picking DJ. DJ's shown me something. You know what I'm saying? Dante has it. If you're gonna extend somebody now, it would be DJ. Okay, this is this is a theory. Maybe they're still pushing for Deshaun. I don't know. Guys, guys, let <laughs> it know. go, bro. I don't let know, it man. Go. Let it go, guys. Know, you never know. You never know. Let it go, guys. Scott He's not Fitt. coming here. Scott Fit might be trying to make he it ain't fit. They coming here, guys. Let it go. And truth be told, that ain't enough. It, I think it would be for this year. Unless you trade Darnold, that ain't enough. Yeah, it would be for this year. Thirty million dollars. That man makes thirty million dollars a year. Mm, a year, you, but Dave, we—that's not. It, not that's not what it would take. Look at the cap number. Yeah, it wouldn't take that much because you only that, you got to remember that what uh, what the Houston Texans are paying them. Um, oh yeah, because they got to cover the bonus. They got to cover the bonuses. Yeah, so let me see. It would. I think it would take like eighteen. I think it's eighteen million for for right, next let season. It, let it go, bro. I'm just giving you the. I'm just giving you the stats, Dave. Yeah, so, so to get him, if if we're gonna trade for him in 2021, uh, it would take um, 10 million to get Deshaun. Oh, that's nothing. But y'all, still that's what I'm saying. That ain't, that ain't that, dude. That's, that's not happening, man. Yeah. So and ten. I, it would, I, I gave, thanks, I, I, I shout out to Sheena. Sheena, quick. She 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 called it a month before Adam Schefter did about the fact that the Eagles are the main team that's trying to get Deshaun Watson right now. Yeah, so, so I, I I guess I'm just questioning what what we're freeing up this money for. Like, and again, I get the carryover, but I think you shot yourself in the foot on a couple of deals if well, you're trying to carry need, over money in 2022. It doesn't make sense. But maybe they but need you, that because they would be able but, to carry all of it over, right? Yeah, you'll be able to carry all the unused, but it doesn't make so, any sense because you shot yourself in the foot with restructures, which we'll talk about in a second. You shot yourself in the foot restructuring guys like Christian McCaffrey and Shaq Thompson. You because you, you kick money into 2022. And now you're trying to roll. It just doesn't make it doesn't make sense. Now that doesn't make sense. That's what now I'm that saying. That is a legitimate mistake. It doesn't make now, sense. But the whole thing about saving it for Deshaun, you guys got to get away from that fantasy land, bro. We're we're our Sam Darnold franchise right now. We got to roll with Sam. Sammy D. Yeah. So I I don't know. I don't know, man. I I don't know what that extra money is for. Uh. I, maybe they're not done. Maybe you go. Every, I see everybody saying Russell Okun. Maybe they. Maybe they do try and get a Russell Okun. Well, Russell said he's he ain't coming in unless he's getting paid the right amount. How much we pay him last year? Oh man, I think we paid him like thirteen million last year. There you go. There's your. There's where your money's going. Right there. You saw. Go back to that future offensive line. You see that question mark? Question mark? Question mark? No, that's you not the future. Sit- he's not the future. He's a, a patch. I'm. T- we need a young dude. No, I get it. But the problem. The bottom line is, is that. We're gonna be passing that position for a while, obviously. You might as well just pay that man and let that man go. Just Russell, just pay that man in Bitcoin and call it a day. I don't know, man. But again, I don't understand what we're doing with this money. Uh, again, the rollover is the only thing that makes sense for me right now. Uh, but let's get into it, Dave, because we got to talk about some. Because we got some bad contracts, and I'm gonna tell you why it doesn't make sense to me. And again, I, this is my thing, like talking of cap and all that stuff. This is my thing. So we're going to talk about the top five worst contracts 
right now, and I'm going right in, Dave. Cam Irving, this is a bad deal, okay? This is a bad contract. You paying this guy again? We don't. We're talking about a guy that's. He's going to be a, a average to below average left tackle at best, at best. Okay, he's twenty nine years might old. Be, that might that might be a fair compensation for an average to below average left tackle. I, but that's not what we need to do. That's my point. But <laughs> but, but see, this is this is my thing. We pay for the guy. This is my thing. That's what we're going to get mediocrity at the position. So this is this is the thing, yo. You paying this? You gonna be paying this dude almost eight million dollars next year? Because uh, we again we backloaded the deal. This is what we just talked about. You backloaded the contract. Right now he's only getting paid two point two million this year, but we backloaded the deal, and now he's getting paid seven point seven next year. So again, this is this is where you're, you're you're not paying the right people. You're paying this cat, and you we again we know he's gonna be average to below average at best. And you, if you want to move on from them, let's say you go out and you draft a, a left tackle. Uh, you draft somebody that's, that's in the second round that's potentially better than him. Maybe he's a solid backup, but I think you can get a better backup option uh, out there on, on, on the open market. Playing this dude seven point seven million, I I don't I don't know. It, it, I, I didn't I didn't like this contract when I first saw. I still don't like it. And again, I don't know. I don't know. I'm not I'm not a fan. I'm not a fan of this. I'm not a fan of this deal at all. Not a fan. This guy, man. Dog. I'm going to laugh if we let this dude go and then we end up paying Russell Kuhn. Yeah. I'm going to laugh. And he might, yo, he might step it up today. He might step it up next year, man. He might end up being good. I just, the film, it's kind of like, which, all right. This reminds me of Sam Darnold. We're respecting all these great things from Sam Darnold when he hasn't really showed it. Same thing with Cam Irving. Folks are probably expecting all these great things, and he hasn't showed but, anything. But Dave, there was about five or other five or six other teams too that that tried the same thing. They tried him out left tackle. It did. It's not gonna work. It ain't gonna work, bro. <laughs> what's what's the definition of insane, Dave? Trying the same thing over and over again, and expecting a different result. <laughs> Yo, it ain't gonna work, bro. I get so okay. So over over under Dave, how many games is this dude's gonna actually start and, and finish at left tackle? How many games you got? Honestly, honestly, zero. Ooh, you giving him zero? He ain't winning the job, bro. Who's winning the job then? Trent Scott. Okay. I can dig. I can dig that. I can dig or that. Or they Kuhn. Like I, I, dude. There's no way they're gonna walk. There's no way they're gonna convince me that they're gonna pay Taylor Moten all this damn money, eighteen million dollars a year, and they are here about to trot out Cam Irving on the other side and think that's a great idea. There's no way. I can't. I can't do that. I can't. I gotta give my. I gotta give my GM a little bit more credit than that. There's no way in hell they're gonna. They're gonna trick. They're gonna trot this dude out to start week one. Zero. Zero. I, I, man, I I can't if if he over. I I just can't see it, bro. I can't see it, man. I'm I'm gonna give him. I'm gonna if give him. You want to do over or under? If you want me to give you like a Vegas number, all right. I'll give, give me you a number. Vegas number. Four. 
I'm, I, I got seven. I'm gonna give well, I'm you still seven. Taking that's, the that's a stretch. Hell nah. I'll take that bet any damn day. <laughs> seven. Anybody want to bet days? Seven games, bro. Yo, if he's starting seven games, we gonna be six and eleven. Like I said, I'm gonna tell you that right Shit. now. Yo, you're like dog. You don't want him starting seven games, bro. Dude, like we already don't know what we're gonna get out of Sam Darnold. Like based on the numbers from Sam Darnold. We already kind of worried about what we're going to get out of the guy. And you telling me you're going to have this mediocre left tackle starting seven games? No. No, we're talking – imagine – all right, is this dude better than Byron Bell? Let's 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 keep it a buck. Is this Ooh, guy better think, than Byron Bell? I think that's a great compa- – I think it's a great comparison, though. I think Yo, they're e- equal what? at best. At best, they're equal. So- I, I might give Byron Bell the, 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 the slight nod, the to be edge. honest with you. If you're giving Byron Bell the edge, that's all you need to hear. And Byron <laughs> Bell had Cam Newton. Like, he was trying to guard Cam Newton, and Cam knew. Cam knew. That's, that's, a, very, that's a very good comparison, though. A very good no, compa- I think that's a very solid comparison. Equal to Byron Bell, then we need to have Sam Donald out here knowing how to scramble his ass off. He's Is Byron Bell still in the league? I don't think he's in the league anymore. If we're comparing Byron Bell, if I'm comparing Byron Bell to this guy, so think about it. Imagine Byron Bell trying to guard Sam Darnold. Imagine it. I know you guys know. I know how you guys feel about Byron Bell. Imagine if Byron Bell is guarding, is trying to protect Sam Darnold's blind side, and then imagine there might be potentially somebody worse there. That's all you need to hear. Man, that was that's a great comparison, Dave. That's all uh, Byron, you need to hear, bro. By- Byron Bell is out of the league, by the way. He he last played for uh, Green Bay in 2018. He played for Green Bay. I remember he went to the Titans. Yeah. I don't remember where he went after that. Yeah, he went to the Titans. Then I think he went to uh, Dallas. And I had it up. Now you got to make me look it up again. Yeah, that's. I think that's a great comparison, bro. Because uh, I, I think Byron Bell ended up moving inside, too. They tried to move him inside. He went. He played for Carolina for four years. He played for uh, he played for Tennessee, Dallas, and Green Bay all year after year after year, one year each. Yep. This guy said, "Let's start Greg Little. He ain't making the team, bro. So you ain't got to worry about starting him." Oof. Biggie, give me one more one more chance, Dave. Bro, I'm gonna be Biggie's honest. His contract year too, by the way. Bro, talk. Greg Little would probably be the correct option because he's probably. Like, if he could just stay healthy, he's probably the best left tackle out of all of them. But that's the problem. He can't stay healthy. Yeah. Can't be trusted, bro. All right. So let's move Let's move on from Cam Irvin. But that, I think that was a great discussion. Number four, I think, is Matt Paradis. And, again, I think, again, on the surface, I think it looks solid. Uh, but we got a conundrum ahead of us, Dave. We kind of backed ourselves into a little bit of a corner here because um, – whoops – Remember, we kicked the can down the road a little bit. Added, we did. We put a little funny money deal. We we took a page out of the Saints' uh, salary cap handbook and uh, added some forty years to his contract. Man. And uh, <laughs> and now this man is due uh, nine million. That's if we don't get, extend him. Now he could. He's getting a bit up there. He's he's going to be thirty three next season. Is he still going to be performing well? I don't know. Again, offensive lineman can play up. Uh, you know, up in, up into that mid thirties. I think, if I recall correctly, uh, Ryan Khalil played until he was about thirty five, uh, but he definitely started to diminish. You started to see those diminishing returns, uh, and so I think we backed ourselves in a little bit of a corner here because now you're, you're 
you're in a situation where if you if you cut him, if he plays next year, cool. Has a nine million dollar cap hit, all good. But if he doesn't, if he doesn't play next year, and let's say David Moore ends up taking that starting position from him, you have to pay him nine point two million dollars dead in dead cap. So again, this is where we kind of we we kind of kicked ourselves well, in the can. So there are, there are young should, guys in the wings. We got plenty of young theoretically, guys. Theoretically, theoretically, if we want to cut them, we need to cut them now. Is what I'm hearing. No, we need we, to cut we them gotta, this year. No, we got we got to pay him. We going that that um that money is uh, is is paid. I think because he's got he's got those voided years. Um, so I think this this year is a I think this year is a voided year. I think 2022. If I'm not whoops, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, but yeah, we the thing is we need to extend him. If we're going to keep him around, we have to extend uh, Matt Paradis. That's the thing. But again, he's aging, so you're kind of stuck between a rock and a hard place. And hopefully, and again, I just gave y'all the future of the the offensive line, right? We want David Moore or somebody to come in and take that from him. So either way, best case scenario, David Moore comes in, takes the starting center position. You're paying a backup nine million, or you're gonna pay him to to be cut. So even if it's Pat Eflin, even if it's Pat Eflin, uh, you're still gonna be paying him to uh, paying him nine point two million to be off the roster. The same thing we did with um with uh with or, excuse me same thing the Saints did with Drew Brees Drew Brees is gonna get paid next year to to for, to to be retired and they're gonna have to pay him for that so it's just it's just funny money man it's just funny money it's funny money man so it's it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting yeah 2022 is the last year he's on he's on the roster for 2022. So you're gonna have to figure that out. You're gonna have to figure that out, man. So I don't know. I don't know. I, I think we kind of backed ourselves in the corner bit, a corner here. What do you say, Dave? David Moore's gonna win the job after this year anyway. I agree, but again, that doesn't change the fact that you're gonna have to pay him nine point two million. And that therein lies the problem. So I think it's we just kind of backed ourselves into <clears throat> a corner a little bit, but it is what it is. You know, I'm just just pointing that out. Just showing y'all uh, the bad contracts. All right. So um, moving on. Moving on. Moving on. Pat Eflin. Pat Eflin. This is a just a bad this is a bad contract when it was signed. I don't think I need to say much. This guy, I don't, I'm not sure if he uh what he did to earn this this three year deal he got, but he got a three year deal. Uh, for 13 million, and I didn't like it from then. I don't like it now, especially now that you have guys like Deontay Brown, guys like uh, Brady Christensen waiting in the wings, and there's some younger guys there. Obviously, we could predict that we're going to get either one of those guys, but it just I'm just pointing out to the facts that that it makes it worse. It makes this a worse deal. Okay, so I, I didn't like this then. I don't like this now. So I just it is what it is, man. So any any thoughts on this day? No, let's go to the next guy. I don't want to talk about this line. <laughs> I'm just, I just want to point out. I just want to point out the 2022 cap hit seven million, seven million for a guy who was not on my future offensive line slide. Just put that in perspective. Again, he, he may be a he part, might, dude. He might not even win the job, bro. Yeah, like he might not even win the job. We about to pay this man, like Cam Irvin. 
could legitimately win this job because of the, the money that he makes. I don't think he's going to win, but he could win. This guy might not even win the job at guard, bro. He might get out, he might get beat out by a few folks. That's why they got that extra cap money to cut one of these guys. Uh, yeah. Now, okay, okay. Now, that's Dave. a better theory than talking about okay. Deshaun Watson. That is a that is a solid they're theory, to, but yo, he's about, that's a yo, solid theory. They're about to cut one of the, yo. They're about to cut one of these guys. I think they're starting to realize what they've done. As soon as they that pay Moses, yeah, solid. That's a solid theory. They're gonna solid theory, guys, bro. Okay, I like that. Here's my. Like, we ain't done the bold prediction in a long time, so I'm gonna say it. Bold prediction. We're gonna cut one of these guys, yo. One of these guys is gonna get this guy. Yeah. Real quick, I got to go back to uh to Matt Paradis. I know there's some whoops, there's some questions uh, around his. So from what I just read, 2022 and 2023 are dummy years. So this is technically the last year of his deal. So again, that makes it even worse, right? So if 2022 and 2023 are dummy years, that means that we're gonna pay be paying him to be off the roster next year. You know what I'm saying? So again, again. It, you would want him to be extended to free up that, but it's either way he's gonna. We again we extended him to free up some money in the in, in the uh, in the short term, and in the long term it just hurts. That's that's the way restructures work. They kind of hurt you and they come back to bite you in the long term. But so again, my apologies. 2022, 2023 are dummy years for Matt Paradis. It's a little bit of funny money, all right. So again, we talked about Pat Eflin, bad contract, and again, the the draft just made it worse, right? Because we were able to get some some solid replacements, and you can't again. That's a, a oh, bit of hindsight. Yeah. It's a bit of hindsight. Yeah, but I think yeah, this was that, a bad but, that, deal. but then, but I think it boils down to like they didn't. I don't think they anticipated getting as long as they got, and they just made they just you know, and then and then getting being able to extend Taylor Bolton was the icing on the cake. So now yeah. they have the cap space. If they really want to get out of one of these deals early, they can. We we might need to pra- we might need to we need to run that through a quick simulation, um, to see. They I'm, I'm let's let's check that out. We might need to run through a quick simulation on that because I think that may help us in 2022 too by cutting some of these mm-hmm. guys this year. If you just take so, that take that, especially yep. if Okun doesn't want to sign with us, and you got all this space, either you can just roll it to next year or just take the hit now. Especially yeah. you can't extend. You're not extending none of your rookies, none of your players. Like a yes, DJ it's Moore. interesting. It's interesting. Interesting. All right, so let's get to number two. And a lot of y'all not gonna like me for this, but it is what it no, is. You're not. No, it's probably McCaffrey. Chris, it's Christian, McCaff- Christian McCaffrey. Uh, again, <laughs> I said this when it was signed. I'm standing by it. You're paying this dude a lot of money. And it, again, you this goes to some of the other the the other contracts here. You drafted a guy to potentially take take snaps away from him, right? Which is going to you paid him based off of a thousand and a thousand. After he got that a thousand a thousand, that's when you paid him. So you paid him at his peak. So you essentially paid him to never reproduce those numbers again by bringing in a Chuba Hubbard to take snaps from him. It, that just doesn't it doesn't make sense. Um you know what I'm the saying? The thing is so, Chuba's not gonna Chuba's not gonna take snaps from him unless he's hurt. I don't that's, care that's what you the theory. Say. That's a, no, okay, it's not so a theory. That's <laughs> not a theory. Yeah, so they don't know how to I get mean, that man right. off the field, bro. No, nah, they don't know how to get that man off the field. We know that. And again, 
And again, like like 89J Stubbs is saying, he's absolutely right. I agree with you and said it when it happened. They are paying to sell jerseys and fill seats. Christian McCaffrey is the face of the franchise. So they did it. That again, that I'm I'm being objective about it. That still does not make this a bad contract. I get why they did it. It's still a bad contract. Let's take a look at it. Um, you know, okay. And then you you this is another another situation where you exacerbated the you made it worse by uh, by restructuring this deal because his original deal he was uh, his cap hit was going to be like um, I think it was going to be like thirteen million this year. Uh, Chris appreciate the super chat. Chris he says, "Hey, what teams do y'all think could drop a worthy uh, starting left tackle?" That it doesn't happen. It doesn't. That happen. doesn't happen. Sorry, Chris. Yeah, once you got a left tackle, you got a left tackle. It do, it doesn't happen, bro. They don't they don't just happen. Get, let a left tackle go. Yeah, it doesn't happen, bro. In a rare it. in a rare in a rare occasion, you may see a Laramie Tunsil situation. But again, they traded for him and they paid. They gave up a lot to get him. You know what I'm saying? Um, so it it don't happen like that, bro. It, either you trade for one or you 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 got a draft. That's why the draft is important. You got to spend some capital <laughs> on getting a left tackle, bro. But um, but uh, all right. So um, again, his Christian McCaffrey was supposed to make about thirteen something million. You kicked the you kicked the can down the road, and now you've made the 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 later years in the contract worse. Uh, you know, twenty twenty two cap hit is fourteen million. Twenty twenty three seventeen million. Twenty twenty four seventeen million, and then rounded out twenty twenty five thirteen million again. You paid him off of being a thousand and thousand yard guy. He would he will likely never see that stat line again. Just because they're not maybe and Dave thinks the opposite of this. They maybe they're running through the ground again. I don't think they're gonna do it. But Chuba Hubble was drafted for a reason. And I think they're gonna give him a little bit of burn. And I told y'all what it's gonna take to get him to even make Chuba's draft capital investment worth it. And if they're taking away snaps for Christian McCaffrey. It just makes the contract that much more worse. So we'll see what happens. And again, look at the like like uh 89J Stubb, Stubb says, look at the cap, the dead cap. So you know he's not going nowhere. You locked him, you locked in at least through 2022, uh, 2023. And again, we I'm not saying that Christian McCaffrey's gonna get cut anytime soon. That's not what I'm saying. I'm just saying that his contract just makes it extremely difficult. Extremely difficult. And again, the closer you get to 30. That wear and tear, especially for him, he's taking a lot of hits. He could start to diminish once you get to thirty. Running backs ain't shit after that, so we'll see, we'll see what happens, man. But this contract, bro, it ain't hitting. It ain't hitting. Um, Nirvash says, uh, "Could you imagine had we drafted Sewell and resigned Moten, bro? That would have been ridiculous. That would have been the perfect scenario." That would have been the perfect scenario, bro. If Sewell fell to us and we were able to get um, Moten extended, that would have been great. That would have been great. The bookends would have been signed through 2025, 2024, 2025. Would have been great. So, anyway, again, I'm not. This is not taking any, any way anything away from Christian McCaffrey as a player. I just think that contract is is not a good contract, and we locked in. Okay, Dave, any thoughts on this? Um, I'm not gonna look, man. The, the the chat cast won't be happy with me. Yeah, about this, my opinion about Christian. So. And and this is true. Mr. Jada Six says Peterson and Gore are still still running. That's true. 
Absolutely correct. It could happen. Anything could happen, right? So I'm not saying he can't be great until 35, but that doesn't happen very often, bro. I could also say I could also say look at Todd Gurley. I could also say look at look at a bunch of other guys. So it, it you know, it it is it is what it is. It is what it is. So um any more thoughts on yo, let him have it, Dave. We need a we need a good Dave rant. No, we don't. I already told y'all how I feel about this contract. And as soon as they made the decision to to um restructure it, I was pissed. Cause then they didn't it, it kind of lowered our chances of getting out of it. We're kind of stuck with it for the next couple of years. I'm just trying to be curious about and I don't and I don't I don't wish injury on any player, but I'm kind of worried. I'm wondering what the fan base is gonna think if this dude comes out of here and gets hurt again close to the beginning of the year. Like I think people are giving a, gave him a pass because he'd never been hurt last year. And rightfully so, because he deserves that. But if he messes around and comes out here and gets hurt again after like a game or two, I'm very curious to see what the fan base will think about that contract. Then no, I really gonna, like. No, I hope it doesn't happen. Kill they're gonna kill him. Not gonna. And then y'all. And then I'm, and I'm, all I'm gonna do is just sit there and watch you guys. I still think he's the top running back in fantasy, and I'm still gonna look at you guys like, okay. So. And this is this is true. Where where did that go? Yeah, Slim is correct. He's been saying it for a while, bro. It took took us some time to come around, bro. He's right. He's right. All right, so moving on. Moving on. The well, I never was one. a fan. Of, I never was a fan of the contract. I yeah, never was a fan of the contract. I never, never was, was a fan of the contract. I felt like you don't pay that much in a run. Like it felt like we haven't learned our lesson. Of course, Herney was the one to do it. The same guy that signed uh, D'Angelo and Jonathan Stewart too, when neither one of them should have been getting that much money. This is valid too. This is valid. Mr. J to six that so he can transition to a slot receiver. Cup was never a running back though. Uh, but uh, yeah, it, it could happen. I agree. I agree. It could happen, bro. You're right. You're right. All right, moving on. Moving on to the number one. Number one worst contract on the roster right now has to be Shaq Thompson. This is this is the worst contract, bro. And it we just doubled down. We doubled down on it when we restructured, kick, continue to kick money down the road, and it it hurts. It hurts, bro. It hurts, man. It hurts. Take a look at this this deal real quick. I mean, so you looking at 2021, this dude's getting paid 18.7 million. I don't know where that ranks. I gotta look it up real quick because now I'm curious. I gotta oh, see where boy. that ranks. <laughs> you about to be mad at yourself. I gotta, I gotta look, I gotta look. <laughs> I gotta see where that ranks uh, in the in the grand scheme of linebackers. Okay, I gotta see it because that's a lot of money for a linebacker, bro. I gotta look at it. I, but Dave, give me your thoughts while I look this up on Shaq Whoa. Thompson and this deal, bro. I think I remember when this deal happened. I wasn't as mad at this deal than I was at the other deal with McCaffrey. Going back, I'm still not as mad, but I'm angry now. Like, I wasn't, like, I wasn't irritated about it because I understood why, but I just knew he wasn't going to be able to to, um, pay it out. So, like, I think we might have overpaid him here. 
I'm not thinking it. I know we overpaid him. Yeah, I was going to say Mike. Uh, Mike is not uh, – there's no question. Uh, I'm trying to find where he is because I don't see it. And I'm – yeah, but real quick, man. Yeah, Shaq, again, for what we're getting from him, uh, you know, I'm I'm sorry. It's, there's too many inconsistencies in his game. Um, and we're not getting that – we're just not getting what I think we should get from uh, from Shaq. Uh, let me see if I'm, I'm still looking for it, where he ranks in in the in the linebackers. I don't know where they have him listed at, but yeah, it, it ain't pretty, bro. Because if what if what I'm <clears throat> if what I'm seeing, he would be like top six, which is crazy, dog. But just to put it in perspective, uh. Oh, so it's not based on ad, so it's based on average. Um, let me see real quick. Why can't I find this? So his, his average is thirteen. He would be. I'm just gonna just. He, he would be like. He would be top five. He'd be top five for sure. If you, and that's excluding like Khalil Mack and those those three four outside linebackers. That's a different position in my brain. Uh, but yeah, he's up there, bro. So this has him. Okay, so actually he's ranked number. They have him as an outside linebacker, and let me just do it based on outside linebackers, and it would be ranked numbers. Let me just do outside linebacker. Sorry, sorry, guys. It would be ranked 11th. So you're talking about behind Matt Judon, Leonard Floyd, Melvin Ingram, Bud Dupree, Zadarius Smith, Chandler Jones, Shaquille Barrett, and D Ford. But I don't know if that includes the restructure. Yeah, it does. Yeah, it does. Because he's his 2023 number is low. Oh, now it's 19. Uh, yeah, it's tough. I, I'm not seeing the way this is calculated. I don't think it's, it goes into his restructure. But he's getting paid. To put it in perspective, he's getting paid more than Levante David. Let's just put that in perspective <laughs> for a second. He's getting paid oh. more than Levante David. Well, oh. he's getting paid more than Preston Smith. It's 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 tough, man. It's tough, bro. More than Bradley Chubb. A, Chubb is a, I think it's not a really deal, but yeah, man, not pretty. Not pretty. Have those tough discussions, man. It ain't pretty, bro. He's getting paid more than Levante David, dog. That's a fact. On on a per year average basis, he's getting paid more than Levante David. So this is a bad contract, and I don't like the fact that we restructured. And and again, this is what we talked about earlier, right? You know, when you kick the can down the road, you freed up so much space. Was it worth it in freeing that space up for a guy like Shaq, Shaq Thompson? He's going to have to be really – he's getting paid $8 million this year, and then it goes up to $18 million next year, bro. Like, he's going to have to be playing extremely well, man. And I'm hoping Scott has some up his sleeve to get this right. But doubling down on Shaq, ah, I don't know, bro. I don't know about that one. I don't know. Yeah, I, I agree with this uh, 704 bound. He says, Luke – Luke retirement retirement made them panic. That's true. 
That's true because there was no, there was nothing else there but Shaq. Shaq was in, it was in a great place, great time. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm concerned. I'm concerned about Shaq moving forward again. I think he, he shows some really good, some really good um, potential. But then it, sometimes he just looks out of place. Uh, and I, I don't know, man. I don't know. I don't know, man. So we'll see, man. We'll see. <laughs> we'll see. That's a bad deal. That's a bad deal, bro. Bad deal. So, any thoughts? Any more thoughts on Shaq Thompson Day? The contract, bro. <sighs> Maybe we can trade him. No, we can't. Some point we gotta uh, start thinking about taking. Nah, him ain't, no, ain't nobody taking that. Ain't nobody taking that deal, bro. Ain't nobody gonna take that. Them years. Them back end years, the eighteen and nineteen million, bro. Yeah, why you but, thought it was I mean, a good idea to go back, these lot- terrible contracts? I'm just saying because when I when I looked at it and I started I looked at Taylor Moe's number and I saw the I saw the um the, the cap number I'm like man we got a lot of we we went from 100 some million down to 23 and I'm like or 28 whatever it is in 2022 and I'm like yo like what happened then you look at some of these restructures and so you know we we praise Scott Fitter for the you know for the the, the Taylor Moe extension but at the same time there's been some questionable moves like that. This this restructuring of his contract, I didn't like it then. I don't like it now, especially when we have so much cash space. Like you did that, you push money into the future for what? You know what I'm saying? Like so, and like Dave said, it may be the custom folks, but that just doesn't make sense. It, it makes sense, but it doesn't make sense. You know what I'm saying? So I don't know. Don't like it. Don't like it. Don't like it. All right. Any thoughts on this? Any thoughts on uh, this, Dave? No, I'm good, man. Do you want to go you over the do you want to go over the, the slide I hit? Sure. All right. Real quick, we was we wasn't gonna go into this, but uh speaking of Rob, Rob Brown, um we uh we had a good if you were listening to the Rob Brown show, my segment on the Rob Brown show every Thursday at one o'clock, uh this past Thursday, um we dis- we discussed the red zone production. Now I didn't even notice. He, he, this is a great, great point brought up by uh, Rob from the Rob Brown Show, dude. This is almost like a, mar- a match made in hell. This is what I said when I when he told me uh, what he told me. He told me that Sa- Sam Donald was one of the worst red zone quarterbacks uh, in the league, paired with one of the worst red zone offenses. Uh, last year with with uh, Joe Brady at the helm, and I was like, "Oh, I was like, oh crap, oh crap!" I I didn't I didn't know I didn't know what we was getting getting ourselves into. So, Dave, I'm gonna let you take the helm. What do you think about this right here? Because this is this could be it could be great or it could be terrible. What are your thoughts on this, dude? How the hell can this be great? Rashad, I'm how just can this dumb. be great? I'm just, I, I, I'm just giving you the opposite end, dog. Bro, this ain't great. You got two people that ain't good at either. At, at one of the most important things in football, like I know, like Joe Brady's thing is his offense is the most efficient in the, between the twenties. Facts, right? So okay, so we know how it is. So now we're going to anticipate. We're going to hope that Sam Darnold is able to have long plays, like big plays. 
even though because we know that he can't close it out in the red zone either. And I know people are going to say Jets, Jets, Jets. Bro, what are you going to blame if he does it with us? It's, you only got two choices and you're looking at them. <laughs> no, you got the offensive line. No. That's, that's going to be the scapegoat. Yeah, of course. All right. So real quick, uh, there's a couple things we got to go over. Uh, and shout out to Panthers Wire. They put this together. A nice piece of uh, information here. I'll put a link in the description somewhere, but Panthers wire. They put together that Sam Donald, he wasn't good with a clean pocket. He had the lowest passing grade from a clean pocket since 2018. You know, Bridgewater was ranked 31st in that same stat last year. Sam Donald was ranked dead last at 39 in that stat last year. So that's, that's awful. So not, not pretty, not pretty. Uh, and again, we just talked about uh, the red zone. So in 2020, um, again, the Panthers, we ranked 28th in red zone scoring percent- percentage. And then Sam Darnold also had a uh, passer rating in the red zone of 77.6, also the lowest in the league since 2018. So again, it's like a, ma- a match made in hell. Not good. Not good. Not good for either one of us. Um, Sam Darnold, not good in the red zone. Joe Brady's offense was not good in the red zone. And what I said was on the Rob Brown show was, you know, maybe Christian McCaffrey helps out with that. Christian McCaffrey is, uh, you know, he's going to be able to do some decoy stuff. Uh, maybe Dan Arnold helps out in the red zone, give him a target down there. Nice, tall, uh, red zone threat. And then you also got Terrace Marshall, who's also a, was a red zone beast in college. So I'm thinking those three things will give us something, some light at the end of the tunnel, Dave. So that's why I'm, I'm, I got some I got some, uh, some positive spin on this. I'm thinking that those three things, those three players right there in itself will help us. And I'm also thinking that Deontay Brown in a jumbo package will also help us kind of get some of those, those, those uh, goal line scores that we just couldn't get a hold of the past couple of years. So that's cheers to it being, it being better. Okay, I'm 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 being positive right now. Dave is, is the one that's being negative. Bro, I'm not being anything. I'm being realistic. I'm being hey. Now, granted, Dan Arnold might help, which I'm looking forward to, but I'm not too thrilled about this. Yeah, because I listened to the segment, man, and when Rob Brown said that, I was like, ooh. Yeah, I didn't know either. He caught me completely off guard with that, and I. That's something I was not ready to hear. I, I I didn't know. I knew we were bad. Obviously, I knew we were bad in the red zone, but I didn't realize. Knew, yeah, but I didn't realize how bad. Brown I didn't realize was. how bad yeah, Sam he... was. So, um, yeah. I mean, I know everybody's like, yeah, everybody's like, yeah, we gotta, we gotta give Sam a chance, and I'm gonna give Sam a chance. But the thing is, when I give Sam a chance. Y'all better not be. Y'all better be consistent as your critic of being critical. Yep. So Jared says Sam Donald was the worst quarterback in the NFL last year, throwing between five and twenty yards downfield. Uh, he was accurate uh, on seventy-five of one hundred thirty-one passes into that range. That's fifty-seven percent. No other quarterback threw uh, below sixty percent. Woof. Listen, man. You talking about fixing somebody? We got a, a long way to fix, uh, a lot to fix. So we'll see, man. I, I'm I'm hopeful, man. I'm gonna be hopeful. 
Because that's all we got at this point is hope. That's all we got is hope, man. That's all we can hope for is that Sam Darnold's going to be better. Um, oh, boy, I'm going to be so mad, bro. Dave, Justin Fields, if huh? he goes out there, I'm going to be so mad. If Justin Fields goes out there and balls out. Don't be mad because we, we don't know how he will play with us. I'm going to be so mad. We don't know how he will play with us. But you don't know how we play with us. I'm going to be so mad, bro. I don't care. I can imagine. I'm going to be so mad, bro. So, again, we got to put that out there. Uh, it is what it Yo, is. I'm, like, I'm going to tell you right now. They asked me the question about Denver about how if, whether or not Teddy's going to win the job. Oh no, duh, duh. Don't don't let this happen. Don't let Teddy ball. Don't let Teddy don't ball let this Denver, happen, bro. bro. Don't let this happen. Y'all better hope Teddy is garbage because if he is good, <laughs> if he is good, I ain't gonna say nothing. You know what? I'm gonna go on. No, you know, yeah, you rant. are. No, I'm gonna no, go on an epic rant. Epic, epic, epic rant. Epic rant. It would be epic. It's gonna be prime time television. All right, y'all better hope Teddy's trash. It's gonna be prime time TV. If Teddy Bridgewater is decent, uh, average, above average, in Denver. So we'll see. We'll see. That's why I'm um, telling folks. Everybody keeps asking me why I'm not giving te- like why I feel how I feel about Sam. I was like, bro, like. All I can ask for this year is average. I can't ask for anything above that. Jared dropping some more stats. Sam Donald was 43.8% accurate on play-action passes down uh, – excuse me, last season. He was the worst play-action passer in the league by a distance. Jared dropping them stats right now. Appreciate you, Jared. You're doing my, my work for me, bro. Appreciate that. Um, So – We'll see, man. It's going to, hey, I'm hopeful, bro. I'm being positive. I'm trying to be positive because everybody said we was too negative, Dave. So I'm trying to be the positive one. Sam Donald, top 10, bro. But we got to keep, rolling. bro, we got we to gotta keep the credibility of our podcast. Right? <laughs> we got to keep the credibility of the damn show. Like, we can't be out here just saying stuff to be positive. No, you got to be, you got to be more realistic. That's why I said average, average QB. That's the P. If he ends up higher than average, then we're playing with house money, bro. We gotta that, keep yeah, that average, our podcast that, that average that average thing. That, y'all keep y'all keep rocking <laughs> with that average thing. I'm telling y'all, that's gonna be the worst dog, thing to happen to I, us, I, dog. An average quarterback with a top ten defense All is right. gonna get us to eleven wins faster. That's than gonna be the else. that's gonna be the worst thing to happen to Carolina. An awful, an awful quarterback is gonna dilute a top ten defense because we're gonna be out here putting my quarter putting our defense in bad situations. Our average quarterback will be able to damn do some level of ball control. Christmas Caffrey there, that'll keep us. That'll keep the offense on the field longer. That'll give our defense time to rest. That'll keep our top ten defense in the top ten range. But if we got this quarterback out here not being average, being below average, being mediocre at best, he's gonna he's gonna kill our defense, crush him. This this season, you absolutely right. That's my point. Like I'm not asking. Like if next season, long term. If we're keeping Donald long term, he's got to improve. But for this upcoming season, I agree the 2021 season, he has to be average, bro. That's all I, I need from him. I need the man to be average. I don't Dave. need to be above average. I don't need him to be be elite. I just need him to be average, normal, middle Dave. of the pack. <laughs> Dave, listen to me, bro. I agree with you. This season, he could be. He can be average, and this team could. 
maybe string together 10, 11 wins. But the maybe. problem is this this fan base don't want average because you know why? Average Sam Donald won't get you Sam Howell. Average Sam Donald is not going to get you Deshaun Watson. Average Sam Donald is going to get you the and, second and, and the extension. next year. Yes, average John. Yeah, they you were yo, yo, they were that's what's that going to happen. They're gonna average, extend this guy. average Sam Donald's gonna get you an extension. And likely we'll be playing without Joe Brady. Ain't nobody talking about that, Dave. That's why you come yo, here. We, we talk, that's why well, you come here. I, I I I look, man, I gave I, I Tony, I gave Tony and uh Cody some some, you know, this might be a Joe Brady list Samuel. And then what? Dog, Joe Brady's about to make this dude look decent, and he's gonna walk out of here. He's gonna walk out of here, and it's gonna be the. And worst. average is all and he needs to do. And you still, and that's and the you, crazy part. And you still, and you still, you you still have Sean Ryan. You still have, you know, he's still on. The, maybe he he pulls some concepts, so maybe he he becomes the offensive coordinator. So you have a little bit of continuity, but it ain't gonna be the same, bro. You ain't got that dude. It's different when you have that dude versus a. Versus an artifact from that guy, like it's it's, it's yeah. different. So yeah, I talked about this on Friday too. He ain't getting another QB, bro. Like I think I think folks gotta realize that. So if you guys want, if you guys like rule, you gotta be rooting for Samuel, big time, because this is the last quarterback he's getting. If we out here talking about Sam Howell midseason, he ain't gonna be our coach, bro. They're not gonna let that man draft a quarterback. Oh man, just get ready, man. Just get ready for the ride. I, I'm dog, dog. I'm rolling. Yo, I'm cheering so hard. Yo, I want Sam to be successful. I want him to be. I do. Successful, bro. I want, I want him, him to be, be successful, but I just want you guys to be realistic. You can't be out here saying he's going to be an improvement for Teddy Bridgewater when he's never actually been an improvement of Teddy Bridgewater. Like he hasn't. Like he is not. You can say, "Well, he never had the weapons." So fine, we'll see. But you can't you be out here saying. Got him he's now. Gonna be- Ain't no excuses for this. Man, I know y'all talking about the offensive line. I get it. I get it. I get it. Offensive line ain't that good, bro. Um, but Teddy had an offensive line that wasn't that good, too. Uh, and he still put up some decent amount of numbers. And y'all still hated him for it because he couldn't win the seven, eight, whatever, eight games. Uh, and he was an average quarterback. So he – and I agree he did have weapons. I, I said the same thing. I pushed back on the lack of weapons. Things. I think He had Robbie – York and never got that man a thousand yard season. And, and, he had, to be and, in his first year. and he had and he had um Le'Veon Bell. I, I get it at back end of his career, but he still had Le'Veon Bell. He had some weapons, bro. So let's not pretend he didn't have any weapons. I I'm the one that's been pushing back on that because he has had weapons before. Let Ron um, win another let Ron win another division in Washington. Y'all come back to me. <laughs> let Ron win another division in Washington. On, y'all come back Can to we me. Look, look, we need to put <laughs> we need to put all our, we need to put all our energy behind Sam Donald, bro, because I want him to be great. I'm not one of these. See, I get it, bro. This this is Teddy this had is correct. Teddy no, had he did barely, barely. Sam has Cam Irving. Barely, he barely had. No, him, it ain't, that ain't barely yet. No, no, no. T- Teddy had Trent Scott and and uh, Greg Little too most of the time. He didn't have he didn't have a uh, uh, Okun. He barely had Okun. Okun, Okun was injured. Dog, so hold Carolina, on, real quick. Carolina, this, Carolina won a Carolina won a division at seven, seven and eight, and one. This, this is this is real. See, and this this I get this, bro. This 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 hits my soul right here because we're hoping for average out of Sam Donald, 
And I, I agree with you, bro. We gotta we gotta shoot for better than average. And I get I get the Teddy Bridgewater sign. And I was I was cool with Teddy Bridgewater for being average. I was cool with that because I think that was uh but if he didn't pan out, you moved on, you got another quarterback this year. That was supposed to be the plan. You were supposed to get a a, a Justin Fields this year. That was the plan. If Teddy Bridgewater wasn't it, you give him the one year, two years, whatever it may be, he ends up being a backup. That was the plan. But now you've doubled down on this below average to average quarterback, and now it just seems that there's an issue here. There's To me, there seems to be a scouting slash identifying of QB talent, and that's the bigger problem nobody's talking about, in my opinion, if this does not pan out. And I want it to pan out. Bro, trust me. All the positive energy for me. I want Sam Donald to be top 10, bro. I want Sam Donald to be top 10. I want him to be great. I, I think he has all the weapons behind him. He's mobile. He does some good things. He does some bad things. He does some ugly things. I got a video to prove it. But we got the we got to put this energy behind him do, behind him doing something great. Because this this ain't it. We averages selling for averages. We can't do that no more, bro. We got we to gotta find a quarterback and stick with him and develop and get some continuity, bro. Because all we're going to do is continue to put ourselves in QB purgatory. New quarterback after new quarterback after new quarterback after new quarterback. Reaching for that dude, and we're never going to find him because we're so thirsty. My bad. Ran over. And if he – again, like, like Slim said, yo, week one, bro. <clears throat> Week one, bro, I yo, I yo, I don't know what this fan base will do if, if we lose to the Jets week one. If we lose to the Jets, bro, I promise. And it, listen, Sam, if Sam does his his part, I get it. It's it's got to be a, a a a stylistic loss on the on the uh, at the hands of Sam Darnold. But we if don't we need lose, moral losses, bro. I have no interest in moral victories. If we lose week one, bro, and Sam Darnold doesn't put up like three fifty and three touchdowns, something like that. And he only put up like, like a buck fifty and 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 two interceptions or something like that, bro. I'm gonna be, I'm gonna riot. I'm gonna riot, bro. You're gonna be at the game, bro. You ain't riding. You go to jail if you ride. You ain't riding. You just gonna go to the game. You're gonna watch. You're gonna be all dejected in the stands. I'm gonna be sitting here drinking my scotch at the crib, looking like, yo, this looks terrible. Yo, shout out to Davida, man. My bad, yo. My bad. Most depressing show ever. My fault, dog. We gotta keep it real with y'all, man. It's it's a lot of it's nah, a lot of happy go lucky nah. stuff out there, bro. We gotta keep it a buck. Well, look at it this way, man. Y'all should be glad that PNP wasn't here in 2010. Could you imagine if PNP was a thing in 2010? Oh, fam, <laughs> Jimmy C is the place to be. What? Pig whiskey will absolutely. If we lose, if we lose to uh to uh to the Jets, I might have to take a whole bottle of pig whiskey to the face. Y'all gotta remember, man, it ain't depression when it's truth. That's a fact. Just facts, man. It's just facts. All right. Real quick, ESPN Upstate every Thursday, 1 p.m. Make sure y'all tune in. Support your boy. Rob is a cool dude, man. He gave me some, he's from New Orleans, gave me some spots to go to. Went to them spots. It was lit. It's a real cool dude. We actually go into AEW um together on Next Wednesday, not this Wednesday, but next Wednesday. Oh no, shit! Shout out to Rob, man. Cool cat, bro. Cool dude. We might be besties at this point. Is this is in Charlotte? It's in Charlotte, yeah. Oh yeah, that's gonna be lit. Yeah, it's gonna be lit. I've I've, I've been to one AEW. The last time they were in Charlotte, I, I went. 
I haven't gone uh, to one yet. I'm probably gonna have to go to. I got to get to one next time up in the Boston area again. Random thought, man. Did you watch any Money in the Bank? I did not. Wasn't Dave, too you bad. Want, you want to take some calls real quick? No. Yeah, we can take a couple. Was oh, okay, it, go ahead. I line it up. Money in the Bank wasn't too bad, man. I will say. Can't do it. Dog, dog, your boy's back. Yeah, seen. I saw that. That was done so well, too. And Biggie won the Money in Bank briefcase. Looks like he's going to finally get his world belt, man. Don't dog, call in yet. I never, thought I, would, I, I never thought I would be cheering for John Cena, but here we are. Cheer for, I'm, I cheered. I was like, whoa. No, I never cheered for John Cena. He got pop, fam. Yo, he got, he, he. it wasn't Stone Cold level pop, but it was damn close. Yeah, they were just excited because the fans had been. We ain't seen no fans in a minute, so they were just excited. But. Nah, because they were booing everybody else. Dog, Charlotte flipped off the crowd. That was hilarious, by the way. She flipped off the crowd, and they, the screen went black while she was flipping off the crowd. Hilarious. All right, so the phone lines are now open. Go ahead and uh, – no, they're not. No, they're not. Give me one second. Now the phone lines – they open. buried Kofi though. That was bad. That was kind of rough how they did Kofi in the match against Lashley. Dipset versus the Locks. Oh, it's Dipset. Yeah, I'm, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a huge Dipset fan. Uh, so I'm rolling with Dipset all day. The problem, the problem that the Locks has, and it goes back to what I said a few months back when about versus. It's about hits, bro. And when you start talking about the hits. When you take Cameron's catalog into play, Cameron's had some bigger hits, bro. Cameron's had some bigger hits. Especially when they said the soul stuff is in, too. Cameron's had the bigger hits. Like, I think the locks are better lyricists. Like, but this ain't about lyricism, bro. Versus ain't about lyricism. And that's the thing. Like you could think what you want about Dipset, you can't deny the movement that they had. You can't deny the hits that they have in their pocket. Like what the what, what would the Locks gonna play if if they play balling? What's they what they gonna play when uh, Dipset Anthem comes on? Or oh boy, no, I mean like I'm just talking the solo stuff. Besides the the group stuff, they ain't gonna. They don't know what they're gonna do. But that's my point, right? So, yeah, Doom was destroying lyrically, but in a versus, Doom wouldn't have a shot in hell because it's not about that. It's about the hits. Like, if we do, like, a beat-making contest, Madlib will probably destroy them all. But it ain't about that. It's about the hits. Dog, they ain't got that many songs with Big. Let's be clear. They ain't got that many songs with Big. That's what they're going to have to leverage. They're definitely going to play the Benjamins. You know what I'm saying? They'll probably play the joint on as dark and hell is hot. They better. If they, you know, but they got to leverage their features that they hop on. They we ain't getting no calls. That's fine. Phone lines are open. Let me know if y'all calling at 704-759-6562. Y'all not calling in. We're going to shut this thing down, bro. I could use a nap. Yeah, that we we gonna make it is gonna be gonna be one. 
That'll be a point. But even then, if if they go against the wrong Styles, track, that might not Styles, be a point. Styles got I get high. That's gonna be that's gonna be lit. Yep. Hold on, we got a call coming in, Dave. Marty, what's Morning, good, bro? What's going on, man? How you feeling? I can't hear him. What's up? I can't hear him. So you got that. It's okay. It's okay, Dave. Go ahead. What's up? What you got? I don't know if the fans can hear him either, but. Oh, so he's saying Dabo Swinney from Clemson if Matt Rule doesn't work out. I don't Hell think no. Hell no. I don't, I don't, I don't want another college coach if this shit don't work out, guy. I don't know if he can hear me, but you let him know that I don't want a college coach. Yeah, nobody can hear him, by the way. But right, I don't want hold, hold on one second, Marty. Hold on one second. Hold on one second. Let me stop sharing. I'll answer this question. Hold on, Marty. Stay right there. Um, who would be a good match for LL? Oh man, that'll be all right. All right, Marty, go ahead and repeat your question for the people. All right, I, I, I was wanting to know if Matt Rule doesn't work out, whether or not the Panthers would have a chance to get Dabo Sweeney of Clemson. Yeah, yeah, I, I just don't think it's gonna happen, bro. I think Dabo would. He, I don't know why he would leave Clemson uh, to well, come good. to jail on. So yeah, I, I don't think that would happen, bro. Uh, I was just wanting to know about uh, like y'all guys are saying Matt Rule might not work out. Right. I was just wondering if uh, I was just wondering if uh, you know y'all might have a chance to get uh, Dabo Swinney to come over from Clemson if Matt Rule don't work out. It, yeah, it's, it, I don't think it's gonna happen. Can you hear me? Yeah, I don't know if he can hear you. I don't know if he. Can you hear me okay? No, I don't think he can. Uh, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll let so him I'll go, think, and we'll answer the question. Yeah, so, yeah, so we're gonna answer the question. But go ahead. So, so yeah, I don't think I don't think that's realistic because we would have to pay him probably way more than what we're paying Matt Rule for one and two. I think if the Matt Rule experiment don't work, I don't think they're gonna go after another college coach. I think I think typically when college coaches fail on their face pretty bad, and I don't want that to happen. But if it does go down like that. The, the next one typically ends up being an NFL guy. Um, so I don't see Dabble being the being an option if rule doesn't work out. Yeah, I, I don't think Dabble would come to Carolina. Uh, I just don't think that's going to happen. Like he's got the he's got a good thing going. It would make no sense to leave. He's probably going to get paid more uh, in in college than he will here. So I, it just doesn't make sense for for him to uh, to make that jump, in my opinion. And that's what typically why you don't see the elite coaches come up because they're making so much money in college. You know, Nick Saban, Ur- Urban can't he made the jump, but he wasn't he wasn't co- actively coaching. Uh, but those type of guys, they ain't coming up. They make too much money. The situations are too good. Yeah, I don't know. Like, I'm trying to answer this question because this is probably a more important question. Who would be a good match for LL? Ugh. LL's got a lot of hits, bro. Will Smith. Let's go with that. Yeah. yeah. Nick, but yeah, that, that was different then. He wasn't Nick Nick that he is now. I mean, I know he got a well, chip, but he was. He, nah, he, was. he ain't, he he ain't what he is now. Champion. 
Fuck no, but that. he was a national nah. champion. He was not what he is right now. That ain't it. He not this guy. This dude has a dynasty right now. He ain't leaving. Jay Z would wash him. Well, Jay Z would wash him in the verses. Ice T, nah, T don't really have that many hits like that. Yeah, Jay Z would wash him, bro. Jay Z would wash him. Ain't nobody calling in, so I'm, I'm gonna shut that down. You want to put somebody in there with them that's within his era too. Like LL's in the '80s, so you got to put somebody like a KRS One or or Will Smith. Like I don't understand why you guys are hating on the Will Smith. They both movie stars. They both they're both television slash movie stars. Both wrapped had a nice little run. That would be a hell of a matchup. I don't know why you guys hating on Will Smith for. That one would be Buster would be interesting. Oops. Shout out to A9 J Stubbs. Yes. Uh Loki was All dope. Right. Loki was dope. I nah, like it. Cuban, a lot of people didn't like it. Cuban Cuban Scarface is the matchup I want to see. Yeah, but when you talk about rap careers, it's closer than you think. Dog, Jay would wash him, bro. I think Jay would wash him pretty, pretty heavily. Once again, it goes back to that discussion, man. KRS got the bars, but how many hits does he have? It would be a it will it will be a clash in the styles. Like he's got classic songs for hip hop heads, but like the hits, I mean, I could probably just name one. Like no shit commercial hit that KRS once had. Like I can name his albums. He's got classics galore, but he didn't really have hits. And that's what versus is about. Job rule. Uh, he got twenty. That's all you need, right? Jaws got twenty. Yeah, man. You think the? I'm assuming you think the bus gonna finish it off tomorrow, right? I don't know, man. I I ain't even been watching like that. Game, so. yo, this might like from a from a basketball games from a basketball series in the finals. It's probably one of the best ones this, in the last ten years. Yeah, no, I know they've been good. It ain't, it's no, you know, no disrespect to what they putting out there. Now, look, listen, I'm just happy it ain't the same teams. It ain't LeBron. I, and I do respect to LeBron. It's just good to see somebody else uh, get get an opportunity. So, um, I've, I've been too knee deep in other stuff. And bring y'all this college content and all that. So I ain't been, I haven't been watching. If it if it goes to Game Seven, I'm looking forward to see what ESPN is going to do because their host for for NBA Countdown is going to be out of contract by then. I want, I do want to get, I wanted to go seven because I really want Chris Paul to get a ring, but it's just not looking yeah. good, bro. Because Chris yeah. Paul hasn't been right since I want, back. Yeah, I want to get, I want Chris Paul to get a ring, but yeah, it ain't looking, ain't looking too hot. Ain't looking too hot. Yeah. Aiden's going to have to be way more aggressive, yo. Aiden right now ain't playing the way he needs to play to win that series. All right, man, let's close shop. Yeah, let's close this thing down because your boy is tired and I got to go to work tomorrow. Hey, man, make sure you you consider uh, becoming a patron. Um, Join our Patreon. It's www.patreon.com. 
forward slash Panther Nation PC. Got a lot of good things coming up for our Patreon, our patrons, excuse me. I've got Stanley McGlover coming up tomorrow, which is uh, Brian Burns' brother. Uh, so our patrons will get that uh, interview immediately. Uh, I'm not sure if I'm going to release it to the fan or to everybody. So I don't know. But if you want access to see it, make sure you be, uh, become a patron. Uh, and also going to have a lot of pa- a training camp uh, training camp stuff. So make sure y'all consider becoming a patron. And we got also got the uh, MVP giveaway, which is a jet, a game to the Jets, uh, a ticket to the Jets game. Excuse me. Um, that being said, make sure you follow us on all socials, please. Twitter, uh, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, at Panther Nation PC, all that good stuff. Next so what's week, your opinion on online online coach online coach Pat Meyer? Uh, I don't know. I not enough information. Well, for me, I, I think it's if he if he makes Cam Irvin look like a serviceable starting left tackle, I'm gonna give him all the credit in the world. Yeah, not not enough information for me yet. Um, let me see. Let me see what he's do what he does with these cats next year. Let me see what he does with these these uh, younger dudes, and I'll give you a I'll give you a, a solid assessment then. But not enough information right now. Um, but yeah, that's all I got. Uh, make sure you hit that like button, subscribe button, notification bell, all that good stuff. Let me say it. Keep pounding. Right. Peace out, guys. Keep pounding, y'all.